Hello, and welcome to Nobody's Talking About Nothing. This is not the show, by the way. Um, I have two other hosts that are going to come on the show later. Um, it's going to be great. We got a Palestinian guy, and we got a black midget. Now, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not, it's because he's black. For a black guy, he's a midget, but you know, that still means he's over 5'10". So, you know, don't take it too literal. Uh, but before I get them over here, I like to just introduce myself. I'm a comic from the Dallas area and nothing really to do yet until, uh, they get over here. But I thought for the not, this this wouldn't be the first episode. I guess you could say this is episode zero or the prologue. And I thought, since it's the new year, we just do a quick year in review and go through some of the things that made 2022 so special. All right. I'm literally just on the Wikipedia page for the year 2022. So let's go ahead and get started with January. Pretty sure that was a very uneventful month, but let's just see what it had. All right, January 4th, the countries of China, France, the United Kingdom, and the United States, and Russia, all five permanent members of the United Nations Security Council, issue a rare joint statement affirming that a nuclear war cannot be won and must never be fought. And I guess Russia was just in the corner going, you know what? Psych. Hey, hey guys, 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 JK. They just were very determined. Like, hey, you know what? Let's stress test that idea. Right, anything else on January? All right, January 10th, the first successful uh, heart transplant from a pig to a human patient occurred. This would be a breakthrough, very exciting thing for the future of medicine. However, it turns out that it wasn't actually a pig. It was just Lena Dunham. Moving on to February which was also kind of a uneventful month. Um, okay. February 23rd, the FDA approves the first ever condom that is specifically designed for anal sex. Look, when you see results like this, the only conclusion you can come to is that the Biden administration gets things done. I'm genuinely surprised that that's never happened before. Uh, also, is February possibly um, Gay Pride Month, or is that Gay Pride Week? Or oh wait, no, February is Black History Month. That's right. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, that that's that is kind of a shot. That is kind of a spit in the face um, because they both don't like gay people or condoms. Uh, the The only other thing to happen in February though was uh, the very next day. February 24th, Russia invades the Ukraine, which my comments on that are, that sucks, man. (laughs) You know, gas went up. There might be nuclear war because of this. That shit's gay. I'd even say it's gayer than the anal sex condom getting approved. Okay. And in March, March 1st, President Biden gives his first official State of the Union address. And then on March 2nd, he tried to give it again because he had forgotten that he just did it the day before. Uh, On March 7th, 
the Supreme Court of the United States denies the petition for a writ of centauri to review an appeal of last year's bombshell ruling on the part of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that released Bill Cosby. And their ruling on that was because they're just big fans. <laughs> He's about to go on tour. I honestly would not be surprised if we just see in the very near future uh, Justice Clarence Thomas just front row at a Bill Cosby concert wearing all the merch. Bill Cosby's going to have merch. He's going to have pants at the merch table that, that have like a line in it that show how high your underwear can go. Also, on the subject of the Supreme Court, man, this was really their year. This was the year they really showed us what they're capable of. I don't know why, but this was the year that they just decided to whip it out, hand us a ruler, and told us to measure it. Next event, March 27th at the Academy Awards. Infamously, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock after he makes a joke about his wife's alopecia. The media spent way too much time on this story. Um, for a man who has not had a hit in the past decade, and we kind of should just be done with this family. For the simple reason that they're they're kind of annoying. I mean, they're these sort of purposeful contrarians. They're obsessed with uh, very niche art and culture. And the story should just been as simple as his wife slash probably beard was insulted, so he got angry about it. Let's move on. March 28th, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signs the Don't Say Gay Bill. Man, could I have used that when I was going to school. I could have used the Don't Say Gay Bill, the Don't Call Him Fat Bill, the Stop Saying He Looks Like Andy Milanakis Bill. That would have really helped me out. March 29th, President Biden signs the Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act into law, which makes lynching a federal crime. Okay, let's put aside how ridiculous it is that it took all the way to 2022 to get that codified into law finally. And instead, let's focus on the one guy who's actually upset about this. Like the one guy who's just like, listen, don't act like I didn't tell you so. Biden, he got in there and he's already taken away your freedom. You can't even kill a black teenager who your wife lied about hitting on her anymore. Let me tell you, this is not the America I grew up in. Now into April, really nothing happened in April. With the exception of April 25th, after weeks of speculation, Elon Musk proposes to acquire social media website Twitter for $44 billion, which is a lot of money to spend on a website that I personally only use just to find out who died. That's all Twitter is to me. It's just an obituary page with live updates. In a way, trending on Twitter is kind of the ultimate blue check mark. Because there are a lot of celebrities that die and they either don't trend very long, they don't trend very high up, sometimes they don't trend at all. It actually took three weeks just for me to find out that Aaron Carter had died. Apparently he could beat Shaq, but he couldn't beat black tar heroin. Heading into May. May is a month that kind of foreshadows what the rest of the year ended up being like. Uh, May 2nd, we get a leak that the Supreme Court is uh, considering overturning Roe versus Wade. And May 14th, we get the first of three big shootings that happens in this country. This year, we kind of had a good trilogy of shootings that happened almost back to back. Starting on May 14th, there was a shooting at a supermarket in Buffalo, New York. And then on May 24th, there was a shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. And then skipping to July 4th, there was a shooting at an Independence Day parade in Chicago, Illinois. 
Now, of these three, I think we can all agree which one of them was the star of the trio. Okay, it was hands down Uvalde. All right. Um, if I'm going to refer to this as a trilogy, that one without question is Empire Strikes Back because it had everything. It had a disgruntled incel teenager. It had the fact that it was an elementary school. It had the incompetent cops. It had the cover-up from both the local all the way up to the state level. I mean, there are soap operas with less drama than this. I also think you can blame part of this story on inflation. Because I looked up the house where he had shot his grandmother, and it's less than a mile away from the elementary school. And that's kind of what you get when gas goes over $4 a gallon in Texas, of all places. If this had been last year, when gas was under $3 a gallon, he could have just gone on a road trip. All right, He could have maybe ended up in Buffalo, New York, and shot that shooter instead. And then he could have made his way down to Chicago. Why not? I, I remember getting gas for $2.30 back then. He could have easily gone down to Chicago and then also shot that shooter. This guy could have been the hero we needed rather than the villain of the year. Honestly, he might even be a bigger villain of 2022 than Putin was. Jumping into June. June was nothing but just a series of L's for women. I mean, starting on day one, June 1st, the Depp versus Heard trial is decided. Amber Heard owes Johnny Depp $15 million because she is just such a feminist. She wanted to prove that a woman could be just as manipulative and abusive to their spouse as a man can be. And then the big one happened. June 24th, the Supreme Court of the United States overturns Roe versus Wade and reverts abortion rights down to the states. This was a very annoying time to be on the internet. However, I think I know how we can fix this. For one thing, we need to stop saying that abortion rights are women's rights. Because nobody likes women. Women don't even like women. Straight men, who are supposed to be women's biggest fans, and we barely like women. So no, we need to embrace more of a an abortion for all type of messaging and let the boys get a little bit of abortion also. And then on January 28th, Ghislaine Maxwell receives a 20-year sentence for charges related to sex trafficking and sexual abuse. Who she did this for? Who knows? Who cares? We're moving on. Skipping over July, I already mentioned the only newsworthy event, which was the Independence Day Parade shooting in Chicago. Now into August. August 4th, WNBA player Brittany Griner is found guilty on drug charges in a Russian court and is subsequently sentenced to nine years in prison. I'd say the surprising thing about this story is that it immediately made her the most famous women's basketball player in the world, even though the story has nothing to do with playing women's basketball. I'm sure that before this story, the most famous women's basketball player was Juana Mann. August 8th, the FBI raids former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, where it turns out he's a bit of a pack rat, and a sentimental one too. He likes keeping things with his name on it. It means a lot to him. Yeah, they happen to be top-secret classified documents that deal with national security, but that's why he wanted to hold on to them. It's fun to see your name on important documents. It makes you feel special to see it on the same page as your country's military secrets about nuclear weapons. I'm sure he's not doing anything nefarious with them. He's probably just hanging them on the fridge so his family can see all the good work he did. 
And on August 24th, President Biden announces a program to forgive up to $20,000 in student loans, and immediately it was halted by lawsuits. Because there are some people in this country who are offended to see free things go to people who aren't rich. These people, they believe that the only ones who should get things for free are the ones who have a lot of money. I believe differently, but this is how they feel for whatever reason. Heading into September with the singular event of September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II dies at the age of 96 years old. What a life! Reigned as queen for almost 71 years, gaining the throne at the age of 25, just accomplishing so much. Seeing the final dissolutions of the British Empire, killing her daughter-in-law because she was annoying her. I get that. We all have that one self-righteous asshole in the family always making us feel and look bad. But unlike us losers, Queen Elizabeth said, you gotta go. It's time to go. And then even in her old age, nearing death, she was still even able to cover up her son, Prince Andrew's involvement with a child sex human trafficker. Just what a life. We should celebrate this woman for decades to come. October is another month with just a single event on my list. October 28th, Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, is attacked during an early morning break-in at the couple's San Francisco residence. Paul Pelosi is essentially Nancy Pelosi's version of Hunter Biden, because this man is just too cool to be Nancy Pelosi's husband. Uh, He just got arrested for drunk driving earlier in the year when he was a teenager He goes joyriding and accidentally kills his brother who was in the passenger seat. He owns a vineyard. He does these shady trades that are based on information Nancy gets as being a member of Congress. There's a rumor that this break-in is the cause of some lover spat. And the guy who assaulted him, he has some sort of gay sex relationship with him. Uh, This man is having the time of his life at the age of 82. And we should look up to him and admire him. Almost done. November. November 11th, FTX files for bankruptcy. Look, I don't know the specifics of this story. I mean, I get the bullet points. It was some sort of embezzlement Ponzi scheme and a lot of money was stolen. All by a guy named Sam Bankman-Fried, who was just a walking personification of Kanye was right. Now, I want to help the Jewish people, but... You make it so difficult when you insist on having surnames like Bankman. How can you see that as anything other than just a bingo-free space for anti-Semitism? There's even got to be Jewish people who see this story and go, does his last name have to be Bankman? Seriously? I mean, it's almost on the level of an Arab guy's last name being Bombmaker. November 15th, Donald Trump announces he's running in 2024. All right, let's go. I don't know why. I don't know why he wants this job. It doesn't seem to be like something he enjoyed. Finally, we've made it to December. December 13th, the Department of Energy announces U.S. scientists have made the first net gain of energy from a fusion power experiment. This was actually impressive. However, when you tell the average person about breakthroughs in science that won't be practical within their lifetimes, they typically don't care. Telling them that you put two megajoules in and got three out, all they want to know is when they can do that. And you telling them 75 years from now, they want to punch you in the face. 
December 21st, Ukrainian President Zelensky visits the United States to meet with President Biden. However, judging by his attitude, you'd think that he was here to meet Santa. He thought that Biden was Santa and he was going to come over here, sit on his lap and tell him what he wanted for Christmas. And what he wanted for Christmas was $800 billion and World War III. He wanted to tell Biden, Santa, that Putin's been such a naughty boy that coal isn't going to cut it. You need to put a nuke in his stocking. That's the year. Oh, and Barbara Walters died today. R.I.P. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. We'll have the first official episode out soon. Looking forward to you getting to know the other hosts. Follow the links below. Thanks, guys.